welcome to the Life Given Podcast, your midweek sprint edition, as we get you geared up for the current events in a very quick, quick way. I am Isaac Lopez. Today, we are just going to have two segments. Today, this episode is dedicated to America. Yeah, you heard me right. We are looking at the, the battle that is going on over the faith that Americans have, or the lack thereof. This is the battle for the uh, spirituality of America. In the first segment, we're looking at the tyranny that's going on in California, what is going on at the national level, what people are doing to restrict the church, to restrict uh, the ability of our brethren there to worship in freedom and in peace. And then we're going to come, come closer to home here in Idaho and look at what is going on with the hardware brewing company and what the Idaho governor is doing to them. And through it all, we are going to be looking at what America and Americans need to do to change the tide. Welcome to the Life Given Podcast midweek special edition, the midweek sprint. Okay, so there is a lot going on in the world right now, and I don't want to ignore that. Uh, and we're going to get back to our normal uh, beat next week in the midweek sprint, as well as the following uh, finish line episode on Saturday. But today, I really think that we need to be focusing on what's going on at home. How are we supposed to help those who are hurting if our own house is not in order? And really, our house has been out of order, has been disordered and disarrayed for decades and it's really starting to show and I've been wanting to do this kind of show for a month and a half now or so it's really come to my attention and shout out to Steve Dace of the Dace show I, I've really learned a lot from him and started to think about uh, some of the things that he has said on there and I think it strikes home true uh, and I think that we may be even further down uh, in a worse spot than even Steve Dace is talking about. But uh, he, he mentioned how that this is a uh, battle over America's faith, over America's spirituality. And I really wanted to talk about that uh, with the platform that I have. And um, I, I, I think that there is just so much going on that it's really easy to get lost in sight of the bigger picture. And so that's why today I want to talk about what's going on in California and kind of draw a broader conclusion from that. that and it's not a conclusion. It's not uh, something that requires some uh, crazy conspiratorial thinking. Uh, it doesn't require a, a, you to stretch before you actually run, uh, run this line of thinking out to where I want to go with it. Um, but in California, the Governor there, Governor Gavin Newsom, came out with his three-phase plan. And this is where things get crazy. He says that uh, churches cannot open until the third stage of the state's reopening plan. Okay? And that, uh, from this CBN News article, could be weeks or months from now. Okay? So it sounds like there's some gray area there going based off of this article. But starting today, starting of, of the time of the writing of this article, Newsom is allowing the opening of lower risk workplaces like clothing stores, florists, and sporting goods stores under stage two. So here we have the governor of California declaring 
his purposes very clearly and flying his colors proudly. Okay, so this is his order of essential businesses, florists and then churches. Okay, so we're we're going to say that a sporting sporting goods store is much more important than church, which is one of the most critical things to a person's faith. And I think that shows just how uh, the ranking of where churches fall and where our faith, our Christian faith falls in America today. California has always shown itself to be 10 years or 20 years ahead of everywhere else. It's commonly known that uh, the education system that we have in the rest of the country is tried out in California first. I think the Common Core is an example of that. Someone uh, let me know what you think about that. Uh, but this does not surprise me. I talked about on Saturday how uh, when we're judging uh, Facebook, we want to look at its past policies, what it has done to limit the freedom of speech. And so now we're, I want to look at Governor Newsom the same way. What has he done? And there have been reports that have come out. There have been, uh, I've, I've heard of reports that have come out talking about how he has said that you're not allowed to sing or play instruments or something to that effect over Zoom in church. Now, I, I would need someone to fact check me on this because I, I don't have the time necessarily to research that right now. But I think that that kind of goes to show just the uh, willingness that this governor has to restrict the freedom of religion in the state of California. And to draw it uh, out into the rest of the United States, to not just say, because uh, I've heard a joke, I, I read this joke on the internet the other day about how um, someone was asking someone else a question. It was one of those uh, questions posed like, uh, which state would you want to get rid of and why California? So California is one of the states that I think, um, similar to New York, actually, uh, is one of the states that is always leading the country um, in the way to wickedness. So I don't necessarily want to say that speaking about all Californians, I think that uh, California is just a step ahead of most, uh, most states on uh, the path of wickedness and evil doing. And um, this article was also sharing how nearly 500 California pastors came out and signed a petition saying, uh, basically warning the governor that they would resume services at the end of May, regardless of what he says. Okay. And I think that is awesome. I think we need to see more spunk and more bites from the, from the Christians all across the United States, because if they in California are going after the freedom of religion, then why can't other states do it as well? You know, we, we've talked about in past times where uh, people are getting arrested in Georgia or uh, drive-in churches are being uh, relegated and restricted on the East Coast. Why can't it happen in your state, in your home state? For the majority of my listeners here in Idaho, this could happen. And thankfully, where we are in Moscow, we're allowed to go to church and worship. And it's based on, once again, it's based on the science that has been done, the research that has been done, and shown that Latah County is not nearly as bad as New York or in places in California. 
And here is Governor Gavin Newsom, who is saying that the restrictions that we are placing upon maybe one area of California needs to be placed on the whole. And including that are churches. And so here we are in the battle for America's soul. This is going back to what Steve Dace was talking about. We are seeing the freedom of religion being targeted in this attack on our rights and on our freedoms. And I, I will get into this in the next segment, but you see the divide in the country is not between unbeliever or believer. It's not between slave or free. It's not between Gentiles and Jews. It's not between blacks and whites. It's not between rich and poor. This is split between those who live and die by what the government has to say about the coronavirus. Or it is those who don't trust what the government says and wants to get back to normal life and wants to get back to worshiping God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That's the line that's being drawn right now. And it's not necessarily whether you're a believer or not. And it's, I think, our duty to get to push back against the false narrative that is being painted right now. Now, I'm not saying that the coronavirus is a false narrative. I'm saying that everything else swirling around it is part, is the false narrative. Saying that we are all going to perish is a false narrative. It's a lie. I don't know how to paint it any clearer for you. And if you have thoughts on this, let me know at the life given and received at gmail.com and at the life given news on Facebook. Let me know, hit me up. I want to hear your takes on it. I want to hear your responses. And this is part of the reason why we need to take back current events this summer. This is part of the reason why we need to make such a big push this summer to take it back because this summer is so pivotal we are seeing just how unregenerate America is, and it's time for the regenerate to stand up and to wave the flag of the Lord Jesus from the heights and in the lowlands. Make straight the way because it's time to bring Jesus to the American people. So I want to take a moment and just thank Ezra Friedel and Friedel Financial Coaching for sponsoring this uh, podcast for the month of May. It has been such a blast and such a blessing to have uh, someone say that they really believe in what we're doing here at the Life Given Podcast. Um, But also, I believe in what Ezra Friedel is doing over there. Uh, Here's a bit about them. Everyone has dreams for what they want the future to look like. However, most of us are held back from achieving those dreams by debt and consequences of bad financial decisions. That is why Friedel Financial Coaching exists, to help you achieve your financial dreams. You can follow us at uh, Ezra uh, Friedel Financial Coaching on Facebook or schedule a time to speak, speak with us at our website. And I will link to those two below. But thank you once again for Ezra for sponsoring the show uh, and for what he's doing over with his financial coaching business. Uh, and also, it, he has helped help uh, bring this podcast to 500 listens. We have, since the beginning uh, till now, we have accumulated, accumulated, I think, 500 plus listens to the podcast. And I can't believe we've got, come this far. Uh, I, I, it's just it's been such a journey and I've learned and grown so much. And the podcast has grown so much over the last month, uh, over the last five months rather. 
And I just can't believe that we've come so far in such a short amount of time. So thank you once again for everyone who listens weekly on it. Uh, and and in, if you want to support the show, join our Take Back Current Events Summer. There's a lot more that will be coming out in the coming months. But at the beginning here, I want you to post on the Life Given News' wall and share a story about something or uh, a reflection that you had on current events. Uh, and let's just start building some conversation there and really start showing that we are willing and ready and able to take responsibility for current events. Once again, thank you to Ezra Friedel and Friedel Financial Coaching for sponsoring this show. So for the second segment, another example of government overstepping its bounds. And just like I mentioned how in the California, the state of California, where the freedom of religion is being targeted, we are now seeing uh, the freedom to serve a good burger being restricted in Idaho. Okay. Uh, And this is where it's not, it would not surprise me if a governor, a Republican governor, Remember that this is not split down between Republican or Democrat. This divides parties of all kinds and of all natures. And it's the people who believe or don't believe in the virus and everything that surrounds it. Okay. And Governor Brad Little, Vlad Brittle, uh, went after the hardware brewing company. This is part two. Okay, so last week we praised what the hardware brewing company was doing. I said that there would be more people opening up, and lo and behold, the 500 California churches are saying, Yeah, you can, we're going to stick it to you, Governor of California. Just get out of our way because we are ready to worship the supreme God, the one true God, the one triune God. You are nothing compared to him. Okay, and here we have it the governor of Idaho who issued uh, his, his three-step plan uh, a few weeks ago is now getting uh, some flack because of what he did to the hardware brewing company. He sent them a message via the Idaho State Police that they would revoke their license of selling alcohol because they are, in, um, they, they are breaking the stay-at-home order and the stay-at-home advisory order. So a company, so you're telling me a brewery, a brewery, you know, something that has to sell alcohol to stay open now has to stop selling alcohol. Are you kidding me? Governor Brad Little, (laughs) you're supposedly a Republican governor. You were elected by these people because they trusted you and wanted you there because they aren't Democrats. And this is how you serve them up. This is how you stab them in the back. And that I've had enough. That's ridiculous. The governors, the president, the leadership of this country has just shown how inept they are and how cowardly they are. And it's time that people need to stand up and speak out. And I think more people are doing that and more power to them, more power to the California pastors that are saying that we need to make a change, that are saying that church is far more important than where the governor ranked them. We're talking about eternal life and caring for that life. I need to take a drink. I need to take a deep breath. I'm just going too too hard right now. And this uh, also, I, I don't, the hardware brewing company has not stopped. They're still, they're still going. And 
keep going. Keep going, guys. You're doing a good thing. You guys keep going. And I want to wrap up the show by just talking about the nature of social media, okay? Because this is where a huge battle is being fought. This is where it's a part of life. Now, there, there is a common, I think, misunderstanding or a misconception about Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And that is this. That is, and, and I have fallen prey to this myself, but this is the reason I started a podcast to engage on social media. Social media is a platform. It is not itself morally bankrupt. Okay, the, the actual ability to communicate with someone online is not morally bankrupt. It's not a terrible system. It is not impossible to hold conversations on social media platforms. And there is a common misconception that there is, that there is, that it is impossible to hold a civil conversation on social media. Now, I think it's difficult, but it is not impossible. And I have seen, and this is just a personal, uh, this is a, just a personal testimony. This is not uh, based in fact or study or research, but I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you have a different opinion, let me know. I really want to hear from you. I believe that the people on social media that are the loudest are the people that believe in the coronavirus and in the coronavirus false news, fake news. They are the people that are willing to take control of social media. And those who don't believe in this hoax are losing it because the majority of them do not want to engage. And I think it's so important that we recognize that not only is our day-to-day -day life under the Lordship of Christ, not only is our business and our place of work and our place of worship under the Lordship of Christ, not only is the place where we eat a good burger and have a great beer under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and not only is current events under his Lordship and reign, but so is social media. And this is where I think the next battle needs to be fought and won is on social media platforms. And that's where I think we are. That's where I think we are at right now, that we are losing the battle of social media because we do not want to engage. And because it's an easy out to say that it is impossible to communicate with, pe with people on there. It's never impossible. You can still witness to people through social media. God can still use it as a tool. So if that is true, why shouldn't we be trying to win it back and make it a better place? Why shouldn't we be taking responsibility for what our friends are saying on social media? Because that's also a part of the uh, discussion that is going on. That's part of the marketplace of conversations. And it's becoming the dominant part of conversations in today's society, especially with lockdowns. I, I don't know what to tell you. I think that it is important to take it back and to start engaging in the comment section. Be, be civil, but be firm. Be courteous, but be forthright. It's not impossible. And if it's not impossible, why aren't more people doing it? Let me know what you think at the life given and received at gmail.com. I would appreciate to hear from you. Once again, thank you for turning thank you for listening through that.
but it's an important message. I really do believe it. And I think more people need to listen. Well, that episode was for America. That episode was for you. That episode was for me. We need to take back the lost faith of our country. We need to take back the unbelief, the rampant unbelief in our country, because that's where a lot of this stems from. A lot of this comes from the fear and the panic that we find in the arms of a false god. And it's time to take it back. Let me know what you think. Once again, I want to hear from you. So once again, thank you so much for, from Ezra Friedel, uh, for Ezra Friedel's sponsorship of this podcast with Friedel Financial Coaching. Uh, and thank you once again for the 500 listens of, from the last five months. It's been much appreciated. Remember that the life that you have been given and the life that you have received includes every area of life. Why should current events, why should Facebook, why should Instagram, why should Twitter be the exception? God bless, and I'll see you next week.